Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Takes a shot, she scores. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1532. How to Pay Off Student Loans Without Thinking About It by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I narrate posts from a wide variety of personal finance blogs. We cover so much on this show from saving to investing to debt reduction and more. So thank you for joining me today and every day. This show is actually one of six shows in our network covering different topics like personal development, health, and relationships. So if you like narration-style podcasts, be sure to search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to check out our other shows. But since you're here, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Pay Off Student Loans Without Thinking About It by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Student loans are a big kick in the face that the real world has arrived. In this post, we're going to tell you how to pay off student loans without even having to think about it. The average graduate has $28,950 in student loan debt. That number is even higher for students who went to private or for-profit colleges. If you're looking ahead to college, you can save money and reduce debt with financial aid and scholarships. For those of us who already have nearly 30,000 plus of student loans hanging over our shoulders, we can create a plan to handle it and not ignore investing and saving for retirement at the same time. I answer this exact question, quote, I'm 30, my student loan debt amount is just below the amount of my annual salary with 5.375% interest. Should I be trying to eliminate this debt at all costs or continue saving for a retirement, emergency, living life, and paying off debt equally? End quote. There are three potential answers to Chris's question about student loans. Number one, the mathematical answer is to put your money where it will have the biggest impact. If your student loan interest rate is lower than the interest rate you can expect from investing, pay the minimum on the debt each month and invest the rest. Number two, The emotional answer is that for many people, they hate having debt of any kind. So even if they're paying off low interest debt, it still makes sense for them. Number three, the hybrid approach is to split the difference, pay off some of the debt and invest some, a nice compromise. Many people scoff at the emotional or hybrid solutions, not understanding that personal finance is about more than simple math. But the blunt truth is, psychology and emotions play a huge role in money. If they didn't, we'd all spend less than we earned and construct a perfect asset allocation. If you feel strongly about the mathematical or emotional answer, your answer is clear. For everyone else, which turns out to be most of us, I suggest a hybrid approach. Surprisingly, the most important step isn't finding the optimal balance between paying off your debt and investing. 
It's automating your money so you don't have to think about either. Six months from now, you'll be shocked at how much you've paid off and invested. How you can pay off debt with less pain. Because loans are usually large amounts of money spread out over many years, the savings can be significant by paying off a little extra each month. The longer the loan, the more you save. Let's say you have a $10,000 student loan at a 6.8% interest rate with a 10-year repayment period. If you go with the standard monthly payment, you'll pay around $115 a month. But look at how much you save in interest if you just pay $100 more each month. Monthly payments, $115. Total interest paid, $3,810. You save $0. Compared to monthly payments of $415, total interest paid, $728, and you save $3,027. Remember, even $20 more per month can save you significant amounts of money. Previously, I wrote, you have $100 extra per month. Should you pay off your mortgage early or invest? And linked to two great articles for the answer. The point is, if you can contribute even a small amount per month, whether to investments or any loans, the benefits can be huge. Now we all know paying off debt is important. We say being financially responsible is a value of ours. So why don't we do it? Why it's so hard to pay off student loans. How often have you heard or said these things? If I just try harder, I should be able to pay off my student loans. Yeah, I know I should pay more than the minimum each month. I spent way too much last month. I'm not going out at all this month. If you think personal finance is about trying harder, ask yourself, how has that worked for you in the last month, the last year? Have you really saved more or invested more? The idea that personal finance is about willpower is based on the heroic idea that our willpower is the most centrally important driver in our lives. But social psychologists know that the situation around us is at least as important as our personality. In short, the structure around us matters. You can set up systems today that will take the emotional and psychological discomfort out of the equation. The importance of automation. Do the right thing by default. One reason we don't save money is the pain of putting money into our savings accounts or paying our student loan bill each month. Just like cutting back on lattes, we may do it once or twice, but if we have to make the decision every paycheck, we're setting ourselves up to fail. That's why automated finances work so well. By setting up a bulletproof personal finance system, you can start to dominate your finances by having your system passively do the right things for you. It will help you automatically manage your money, guilt-free for years to come. Bills, student loan payments, and savings will be automated, leaving you to focus on the things that really matter. You just listened to the post titled How to Pay Off Student Loans Without Thinking About It by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto is designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, 
access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to any financial goal, automation is so incredibly helpful. One statement in this article stood out to me and I think it bears repeating. Quote, surprisingly, the most important step isn't finding the optimal balance between paying off debt and investing. It's automating your money so that you don't have to think about either, end quote. Wouldn't you agree that making one decision one time to put, let's say, 10 to 15% of your paycheck into your company-sponsored retirement plan is going to have better results than manually moving that money over every month? The more you can cut down on the number of decisions you need to make with your money, the more likely you're gonna be able to stick to a plan. We can drive ourselves crazy coming up with the most optimal financial plan, but it's important to remember to put just as much energy into the implementation of that plan consistently over the long run. In regards to student loan debt, I see this as a whole different animal that shouldn't be addressed in the same way as credit card debt, for example. The interest doesn't compound like other types of debt. And there are different repayment plans that you can implement, like pay as you earn, or depending on your career, you could qualify for student loan forgiveness. I'd encourage you to check out a speech from the Economy Conference, which is an event I produce. You can pull it up on YouTube by searching for the title, Student Loans Never Need to Hold You Back. This talk was given by Travis Hornsby of the Student Loan Planner. Travis has consulted on over half a billion in student debt personally. And in this informative and entertaining talk, Travis explains the strategies you can use to simultaneously pay off your debt and pursue your dreams. And that'll do it for today and another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a happy Thursday. Thank you for being here every day and listening. And I'll see you on the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.